You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 545. It's all about me. Well, Guy at least. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to MyMac Podcast 545. And yes, as you heard in the title, it's all about Guy. Ilkeston. 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 Oh God, I'm just getting that all wrong. I don't know. Up north, lad. Up north, lad. Well, it right now, I mean, I'm looking outside the window. To be honest with you. In fact, anybody in in the UK is now going, Ilkeston's not north, south. Anyway. Well, we see, could, now you we have could. me – which, which, which is it? Is it north or south? Well, if you're north of Ilkeston, it's south. <laughs> oh. What if you're but south people, of Ilkeston? Ilk- you'd say – you'd definitely – if you were what south – What the hell is the name of that, of that town? Ilk- Ilkeston. 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 Yep, yeah, but apparently they, they pronounce it Illis in the local uh, dialect. Well, I don't know. I do look – you know, I'm, I'm just the rugby ref, right? And it was a good game. And the losing and the losing skipper came off the pitch saying, "Sir, you had a good, great game, and I'll take that any day, any day of the week, any day." Of the were week. they were they playing Ilkeston? Ilkeston, yeah, Bugbrook. Bugbrook versus <laughs> Ilkeston. <laughs> film, film at eleven, folks. Catch us on Sports Tonight. <laughs> oh, and the Saints won. They beat Bath. Oh wow! I, you know, I was really pulling for them. Because <laughs> I like I like the Saints. Good, yeah. It's a different sort of Saints <laughs> to the Saints that you're thinking of. But uh, well, they came marching in and they won the game, and, and that's the song they sing. Oh, is it really? Okay, well yes. that would make oh, sense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, speaking of non sequiturs, which we weren't, which is why I'm doing it now. Uh, Gaz and I will be doing, and and Allison. Starting this week, I, I want to apologize because <laughs> – what, what, already? Already. Well, I, it's going to be I'm great. Get, I'm getting them in. I'm getting them in early. Right, um, right. Do- Allison? No, no. Allison? Stand by for action. <laughs> we're doing Allison's show on the 15th of March, which uh, I, is – I think that's a Sunday. Uh, what day will actually be out and in what condition it will be in? Is questionable, but I had a conversation with her this afternoon, and before we even got started, she was like, well, you did your homework, right? And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah I've been doing podcasts for a long time. And uh, she says, no, 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 that, that document I sent you, that 26-page document on, on doing, you know, doing the show. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I kind of skimmed through it. And she was like, you know, I wouldn't have even had this telephone conversation if I know you hadn't read that yet. It's like I'm sorry. I felt like you're gonna you're, you're gonna make me stay after school now. <laughs> <sighs> send it to me. I'll read it. No, actually, it's well. Yeah, I will send it to you. Um, but I mean, there is a because she does her show so differently than the way we do our show. <laughs> I think everybody. Yeah, does yeah, pretty much. That's definitely to the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but because uh, she, anyone who listens to her when she does the show live, because she does the show live, I yep. think at eight o'clock on Sunday's specific time. Uh, yeah, you it's can, too late you can for catch the. Oh yeah, that would be what seven hours? No, eight hours difference. Because you're five like hours away from me, and she's three hours away as well. So that would be eight hours, yeah. right? And. She does her show live, but she has like all these pre-recorded bits, you know, interviews and, and questions and things along those lines as she drops in. And she pretty much does the intros and the outros from that. While, and she does all this live in, in front of a, you know, well, I won't say a studio audience, obviously, because <laughs> other than Steve, there's nobody else there in a the room with her. Uh, but where she got a dog. Telsa watches as well. Well, that's true. That's true. But I, I don't think the dog really gets involved too involved in the podcast. Maybe, but we're, we're going to do it a little bit differently. Uh, the way I'm thinking <laughs> is we're going to go, we're going to do it live without a net. So we'll have like the pre-recorded bits that she has and we'll have, you know, whatever pre-recorded content, uh, that I'll get from Bart because uh, Bart is doing it the first week, the, uh, eighth or the seventh or the eighth. We're doing it on the 15th, and Alistair Jenks is doing it that following weekend. This is all while they're gone on this, this three-week trip. So we're jamming the sensible pieces of bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the jam. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have um, you know, whatever content that, that comes in from everybody that listens to their show. And if you listen to both of these shows, please, please, please send some, some content over to Bart Make sure that you peg it for the week that, that Gaz and I are doing the show. <laughs> but we're not going to do this where it's like, you know, okay, and here's this bit here. And then, you know, drop in that bit and then record out. We're gonna Don't just, give too much away. Don't we're just we're going to do it live, live without a net. And by the way, Alison, all I can say is I've got no idea what guy's planning either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll have we'll have like we do with this show. Not that it's made any difference, but we'll have show notes. And we have good show notes this week. We have good show notes almost every week. It doesn't true, necessarily actually. mean that we follow them religiously, <laughs> like today. <laughs> exactly. This last, this last five ten minutes has been without show notes. And well, go. no, no, that's not true because it says here writing the show notes intro. <laughs> <laughs> doing Allison's show on the 15th of March. End of show notes. <laughs> End of show notes. So, and we've so far gotten about five or six minutes out of that. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, and based on that, this, this podcast will be 16 and a half hours long. I anyway. Like, I like a short podcast. <laughs> um, but moving on from that, yeah, we'll be doing, we'll be doing Allison's show, uh, the NoSillaCast podcast host, hosted at podfeet.com. On the 15th of March, we won't be doing it live um, because, frankly, I have no idea how to set that up. And, you know, it, it, it was actually something that Gaz and I had talked about doing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but it just we just couldn't get it all together. I'm sure there's a way we could do it. And I'm sure it, it's much easier than, than I try to make it out to be. But for if, uh, I just can't I just can't handle it. Plus, also, yeah. I, I think the fact that we don't do the show you know, with an audience allows us a little bit more freedom to, <laughs> to talk off the air and, and all the rest of that. 
But, you know, it, it, it's still a good time, and it's going to be fun when we do Allison's show. I don't know if we'll also do the My Mac podcast that weekend, because that would be, wow. Well, that that's going to be tough, because on that Saturday, I'm actually going, the Saturday before the 15th, I'm going down to Twickenham to see England versus Scotland with a load of mates. So, and then, and then I'm refereeing on Sunday. So, uh, I, I you, you know, sometimes my voice gets a bit deep and a bit... Yes, I've got a feeling that, that Sunday it might be a little bit down there. Okay, well then we'll figure out. Uh, maybe we just won't do a podcast that week. I mean, well, we, yeah. we have not missed a, a week between the two of us. I don't think we've missed a week in five or six years. No, so, I think we've done pretty well. Yeah. So if if we miss just one week, one well, week, folks. Well, we'll say, well, you know, you could. Put, Anyway, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. The, the, meantime, the listeners don't want to. The listeners don't want to hear about this. Let's. Right. Let's. Uh, what What else has been happening in Guy's world? Because it's all about Guy this week. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Uh, well, the uh, the Maltese Cube is finally in the uh, the iBook store, and as it turns out, it's cheaper than on Amazon because Apple's system won't let me easily change the price. Uh, I have here until some random amount of days, but it turns out that is not the case. Uh, I sent them an email saying, how come I can't change the price? And I got a reply relatively quickly, and I'm going to paraphrase this quite a bit. Uh, they they thanked me for contacting them, says I'm the, that I'm unable to offer the book at a different price tier due to the value inputted for the physical list price in iTunes Connect. <laughs> The physical list price in iTunes Connect corresponds with the price of the print equivalent of your book. Because digital-only books do not have a print equivalent, the physical list, physical list price field should remain blank. And it's like, oh my, yeah, yeah, okay. So, you know, Apple, once again, you have taken something that should be very, very, very simple and completely bollocksed it up. So <laughs> it's... it's- is that is that an appropriate word? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. So uh, I have to. I mean, they have a whole list of things here for me to do. But when you go to submit these books, there's nothing there that says anything about any of this stuff. It just says. Uh, anyway, you know what? I, 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 I've got to. I've got to say, it's quite cheap at the moment in the UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to change that price pretty soon because I mean, there's, there's, and I've only, I've only got two sales on the uh, the iBookstore, one of which uh, we'll, I'll talk about in just a minute. Um, so, so are you telling me that I should buy it now? If you're going me. to get it from the iBookstore, yeah, yeah, get it now because <laughs> <laughs> price is going up. Price is going because it, it, it's basically the pixels are flying off the shelves, folks. Yeah, they are. Yeah, boy. And Fine. as a matter of fact, Alex gave me another great review over at uh, – oh, oh, darn it. Uh, what is the name of that other podcast he does? Uh, uh, he Airwaves. Did it on Airwaves, yeah. Airwaves. The Airwaves podcast, which you can find in iTunes, and I do subscribe to it. He gave me another great review for the Maltese Cube, and thank you very much, Alex. Uh, yeah, Alex G. Fox. He has been he has been the impetus of all of this extra stuff that's been going on with the book, including the uh, the audio bit, which uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about later. Uh, you remember that laser printer that Tim gave me a long, long time ago? I talked yes, about? yes, yes. Oh, we're changing subject now. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. getting off that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, it's now deader than a dead thing that died. 
I, well, I I have it connected directly to my computer, and it just won't do squat. So thank God I got that other laser printer that's that's not in this room. So I'll, I'll work that out. So anytime I print, and and it doesn't really matter because I don't really print that much stuff anymore. So you know, if it's in an area where other people who will use it more can use it. And- in fact, you've got uh, you've got another. I don't know whether it's the same. Um, the same, but you've got another review in the UK actually by um, Peter B nine nine seven eight. Oh, in the in the iBook store or in, in yeah. Kindle? In, oh, I didn't know in, that in iBooks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's very cool. There you go. You see. Yeah, well, and everyone who has bought the book, whether you've bought it from like that expensive Amazon place or the the cheap place <laughs> over at, temporarily over in uh, in iBooks, thank you so very very much. <laughs> And uh, again, if if you don't want to buy it, if you wait probably another month or two, we'll be putting out an audio version of it, which will be completely free. You know, I I didn't I didn't put it in there expecting to get a lot of sales, and so far that hasn't really been a problem. But just the fact that that people have cared enough to uh, to download the book and or to buy the book, I should say, to buy the book. And to, to give me the feedback that I've gotten from it so far is, I mean, it really, really touches me because I, I didn't expect this much attention for something that I essentially did just to see what the process was like. Cool. Anyway, uh, last anyway. thing about the book, I swear to God, well, until we start talking, until we go over the recent articles, last thing about the book is that uh, I, I'm getting close to the end of adapting it to do the audio version and I will be putting out requests for, uh, for people to provide voices. I'll create a, uh, a cast list of, you know, the different characters and all the rest of that. And, and we'll go on from there. So, you know, it, things are moving along with it and, uh, I, I appreciate everything that's happened with it so far. How about you Gaz? Um, basically I'm looking to correct, uh, create our next photo book. We've, uh, uh, we thoroughly enjoyed the the previous photo book that we got and received, and I'm setting up uh, that one at the moment. However, I am looking forward to the new templates that have been mentioned in the um, in the new photos app, which will be with us any time in the next six to eight weeks. I expect. I think um, it'll be sooner than that, but okay. Well, you know, I'm, I, you know, give me a break here. No, no, no. I mean, I think it's going to be like early March. I think yeah, it's going to be like in the next two or three weeks. I'm just you know trying to open up the amount of yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll shut up now. <laughs> Time scale so that I don't look an idiot when it doesn't. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the new templates when they come out. Um, I had issues with email on my phone, my iPhone, and it seems that a few people um, have also had the same issues. So uh, I have put what that issue was in the show notes later because I posted it in Google um, Google communities and it's had a few responses so we'll come back we'll come back to that later okay now let's go over to the my Mac recent articles and I'm going to take the first two uh, <laughs> you can take the one after that and then I'll take the next one because it's all about well yeah me. Me, yeah. Okay, so there is an article over at the mymac.com website called The Maltese Cube by 
My Mac, which is Tim. Yeah, that's Tim. Uh, My Mac's own guy, Searle, has a new Kindle book for sale. So Kindle, Amazon, iBooks, wherever. Go out and buy it and make Guy rich. Yeah. Yeah, like that's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. The next article is history in the open bracket, re-close bracket, making. (laughs) This is a review by Mr. Cy Girl. Uh, John Scully, former CEO of Apple, says he regrets the Apple board removing Steve Jobs from the company over the direction the company was going. Looking at history, how different would things be today if someone, somehow rather, Steve Jobs had been able to curb his, open bracket at the time, close bracket, massive (laughs) ego and continue to work in a diminished role at Apple under Scully. Go over and take a read of a few more lines that uh, our good friend over there, uh, Mr. Cygirl, has written on the MyMac website. He writes well. He does, apparently. <laughs> I heard he's got a book coming out. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I, think it's, I think it's out, actually. Oh, oh okay. I can't be bothered. Um, next up is uh, Tales from Video Hell. And this is by Lich Refko. Uh, note. Lich Refko. Lich Refko. There are many possible solutions and paths to what I, what Rich is about to discuss below. The solutions will be based on your knowledge, circumstances, and hardware. The equation, add a long marriage plus three kids, then divide by a video camera, and you come up with a whole mess of video on tape. Then the question becomes, what do you do with all that tape? And if you go on over to MyMac.com, you can find out what uh, Rich has to say about all that. Okay, tech fan number 198, arcade, arcade even, audio file. Uh, have you listened to this guy? Yes, I have. I was just listening yeah, to I it have, today. I have as well. Tim, David, and Owen. Uh, temporarily, the new, sort of. Temporarily, yes, yeah. sort of, for a bit of the sh- yeah, Anyway, uh, <laughs> discuss the new ploy by Sony to milk audio files out of more money. Wow. Square Enix is in hot water with some of their customers. Owen has a major Mac problem. The guys try to fix the start of the, the guys try to fix at the start of the show. And then the featured tech for the week is a 25-year-old archi- arcade, I wish I could speak tonight, arcade <laughs> cabinet. That is so cool too. What the way it he was, was describing it, that? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. Oh, it was I good would, listen. Well, and you know, on that note, there was a game that I used to love to play called Berserk. It was basically this this like little icon of a guy, and you had to run through all these rooms as robots were shooting at you. And all it would kept doing is it would make the the, the electronic noise version of somebody running. And then you would hear the robots going, kill the humanoid. The humanoid must die. You know, while you're trying to go all the way through this. I used to love that game. Berserk. And then I, Berserk. I, I would like to have that in uh, also Spy Hunter, which was another great car racing game. Anyway, if you would like to uh, write for MyMac.com and have us go off onto completely odd tangents based on what you've written, you can get a hold of John Nemo, and he can be gotten a, a hold of. Wow. that was, <laughs> I was doing well for just a minute there. Uh, his email address is Nemo, N-E-M-O, at MyMac.com.
Social. I was doing. I was doing a submarine. You know, ping. Back. Oh, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it was bad. G men get social. Okay. Um, Alistair Jenks has updated a comment about the OWC Thunderbolt Doc. Uh, he says, um, "I've done. Uh, I've since done some recording with my new setup and was surprised to discover the audio input on the dock is mono only." The output is stereo. This is an important difference to the built-in capacity of my MacBook Pro, and I believe with any Mac with an audio in jack. Yes, I believe it is, and that is something which I'm a little surprised at as well. But, hey-ho. But, but I know I know that the new Mac Minis have that combined audio in-out port. Is, yep. Is that, also, is that still stereo in? I think it is, yes. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. <clears throat> Anyway, next up, uh, Eric Diaz, uh, cheap, functional, and upgradable HP Stream and Pavilion Mini desktops reviewed. He says that on the plus side, it's more upgradable than the Mac Mini. On the downside, or not necessarily, it's Windows. It also looks like Tupperware. Also, RAM options are a lot cheaper, and the user can do it. Windows 10 seems like it will fix many of the things wrong with 8 and will be a free upgrade for the first year. Cheap, functional, upgradable HP Stream and Pavilion Mini desktops reviewed. And yeah, go over, go over and, and take a view. There was a few uh, comments on that as well, but yes, you are right. It does look like a Tupperware yeah. box. It looks like yeah, just stack them up, put them up in the kitchen. Yeah, cool. Um, do you remember the the um, the title to the show, guy? Yeah, it's all about me. It is. It is all about me. Psy Girl, Neptune <laughs> Duo puts a phone on your wrist and a screen in your pocket. This is what I want from a wearable, says Guy. Just give me a watch that does the basic mobile phone apps. Uh, that does the basic mobile phone apps. Does. does. <laughs> All right, so it's not Oops. exactly, it's not exactly okay. you know, Shakespeare. Just give me a watch which does the basic mobile phone apps. Email, texting, calendars, and a few others, with other apps including those requiring connectivity. Uh, done via the larger screen, updated iPod Touch, duplicating functionality, as all the current wearables do that my phone already does, is not how you will sell me a wearable. I thought you were quite keen on this. On the watch? No. Yeah. No. You're I, not? No, not at all. Oh, I, I took the wrong impression from that then. I'm terribly sorry, Guy. No, I, um, yeah. I've got to say, I agree with you. I, I didn't like it at all. It all looked a bit too um, ham-fisted. And also, I'm not sure how long, long that, far, that phone will last or that wristwatch will last with battery life. Uh, well, I'm, they're saying like all day, but I, you know, I don't imagine, you know, unlike a phone that you would actually have out and be using quite a bit of, I don't think people will be using the watch in the same way. No. So no. the battery looks, that they I, have I, in it. I, I, I thought it looked quite cool, but when you actually looked at the way it went on your wrist and that, I, I thought, no, I'm not no, too I'm, sure about it. I, at this point, uh, you know, unless there's something about it that comes out between now and when it's released or after it's released, I honestly have absolutely no interest in the Apple Watch. Mm. And the Apple Watch? What about the Neptune Duo? Oh, the Neptune Duo? Yeah. That's more along the lines of, of what I would want. 
Oh, well, that's what I thought you did. Oh, I that's thought you were I talking said. about the Apple no, Watch. No, no, that's what I thought. You know, I, that's why I said I got the impression you liked the Neptune Duo, but I, I wasn't so keen on it, and I'm really not sure that it's going to be able to last out the day, to be honest with you. Oh, it, well, it may not. That's, that's, that's supposed to be doing an awful lot, and I... Phew. And when I saw the you know the split and the band at the back, I thought, well, it looks kind of neat, but I'm not so sure. Well, anyway, anyway, it's not it's not necessarily this particular one that I'm interested in, but one. It's more about what the concept, it can do. Right, yeah, the yeah. concept of Neptune Duo versus all the other smartwatches that have either been released or will soon be released. Uh, I think the Neptune Duo as a concept is much closer to. What and again, you know, it's all about me. What uh, I think wearables should be like. Cool. cool. Now you have uh, some email issues. Yeah, basically, I had a bit of an issue with my uh, iPhone. I noticed this week uh, that when I got home and connected to my Wi-Fi, all the emails that I'd been dealing with throughout the day reappeared. Now, to cut a long story short, my mailbox behaviors on the phone were pointing to my phone rather than the server. And it seems that the outgoing server was not authorized. I tried to reset it, but to no avail. Easy, I thought. I'll delete the accounts. Yes, I do have a few. And I'll import them from iTunes, like we used to be able to do. Oh, what's that word again? Used to be able to do. Yes, you guessed it. The word used to probably gave it away. You can no longer do that. So it seems the only way for me is to manually reload the accounts. Oh, woe is me. Odd thing, though, the iPad, the iPad, the iPad, <laughs> the iPad with exactly the same setup does not seem <coughs> the same problem. The main difference, of course, is the fact that the iPad can only connect to my home Wi-Fi and is not a network-enabled device. So if anyone else has come across this problem, please let me know how you got on. And I had a few responses saying that, yes, it seems to be a bit of an issue out there. So... Um, I basically haven't finished uh, the setup yet, but I've, I've pretty much got to go through the accounts, delete them on the iPhone, and then reset them up. However, Mr. Alistair Jenks said he'd done that, reset them all up, and then it's happened again. So I'm not going to be very best pleased if it happens again to me. So Apple, uh, I'm afraid I'm getting rather fed up with all of these little niggles that we keep seeing and uh, it doesn't just work anymore, does it? I know you haven't used that phrase for a long, 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 long time, and I'm beginning to understand why. <laughs> well, have you have you tried just making sure they're all set up properly in uh, under accounts and system preferences? <laughs> yeah, if you were close, I'd slap you. Oh. Yes, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's where it should be getting it from, from iCloud settings. Yeah, but it's not it's, – no, it's not iCloud. These are separate uh, proxy accounts. These are separate accounts, separate email accounts. Oh, you don't have them set up there then. Okay. Yes, they're in settings under email. For your phone? Yes. But not on, not on your Mac under iCloud because do you uh, – and- no, no, no. Well, that is one thing that I was going to be looking at, to be honest with you. That was my next um, um, port of call, let's put it that way, to see that if, if whether I could actually set them up in there. Um, but um, there's, there's not a great deal of – I mean, I'm talking about – I'm not talking about um, – 
dot mac accounts here and i'm not talking about icloud i'm talking about separate email accounts oh yeah yeah i know but you can you set all those up you can set them all up in icloud and they in turn get downloaded to all your ios devices uh, well, I'll have to do a little bit more of an investigation on that then, check that out, because that's what I, I thought I'd actually gone to look at, and I, I couldn't find where to do it. So um, I'm going to have to do some digging on that, and perhaps that's going to be a tip that I come back to next week. Uh, anyway, let's not do it live. Let's not okay, do it live, okay, please. Okay. Yeah, la, la, la. And, and I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why I don't want to do it live is because... It'll get... Yeah. Messy. <laughs> it'll get us to... It'll get very messy. <laughs> uh, nothing on Facebook. Uh, nothing particular on on Twitter. I did get some email feedback. Uh, Gary Apter, who is one one of the two people who have bought uh, the book <laughs> <laughs> through iTunes. Hey, I've got a great tip for you. I've what's, got a great tip for you. What's that? You re- read out the the email okay. feedback. He sent me a copy of his iTunes receipt for the book. To have me sign as an autograph. Brilliant. Wait for Gaz's tip. Okay. All right. And I think that's it for this uh, section. Uh, take us out, guy. All right. Because it take is. Take us out, guy. Take us out, guy. Because. It couldn't be simpler. <laughs> it's all about me, baby. Everyone, stand by to stand by until I tell you to stand by. Because it's about me. And we'll be right back. to video games well check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network there's club nintendo club playstation club xbox and club steam whether you love mario love halo love crash bandicoot or just love some good old-fashioned pc gaming make sure to check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network these shows are weekly shows where we'll catch up on what we're playing what uh, new stories are on that platform this week and much, much more, all revolving around the wonderful world of video games. So check out Club Nintendo, Club PlayStation, Club Xbox, and Club Steam right here on the Stoplight Network. Freshly squeezed and ready to pop. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. It's an Apple car. Yeah. Hey. hey. I'll tell you what. Hey. We, I think we've started our third sec- second section. <laughs> yeah, I think we have. I just had to figure out where to start it. And because – and yeah, this this is actually the start of the, the second section, you mean? Yes. Sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. And because we have been talking for uh, the last 15, 20 minutes about old – Jerry Anderson, uh, you'll hear you'll hear a lot of it in the uh, in the after show, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Apple, the rumor is Apple is coming out with a car, starting I think in twenty twenty. Now they Apple makes computers, they make phones, they make tablets, they kind of sort of make MP three players still. Uh, displays, TV content viewers, and uh, coming in April, watches. Wow, uh, I think you've missed a few products off that. Though, oh, really? You? Like what? Well, they make routers. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah. They make backup. They make backup devices with their time machines. Well, yeah, but that's kind of they the make, same family. They, they make they make battery backups. They make bat sorry battery recharges. Uh, yeah, but we're talking about the major stuff, man. Oh, okay, right, yeah, all right. Well, the router, the, actually, the the routers that that is Apple TV, kinda, TV, kinda I suppose that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah TV yeah. content viewer. Yeah. Uh, their services include software for all of the above, uh, a content selling system in iTunes, uh, secure digital payments with Apple Pay. Uh, now they've got health stuff, selling stuff through Beacons, enterprise-supported software for mobile devices in partnership with, of all companies, IBM, and uh, a, f- a few other things. So, uh, Gaz, let me ask you something. Uh, what do you think could possibly be the next step? Um, I would say that it's probably something in the computing world. So they may well start remaking printers or <laughs> printers are kind of dying out a bit. So they go to the future. So they're going to be making uh, holographic uh, technology. Holographic technology, that's where they're going. Wrong. It's going to be, uh, but you're close, holographic lampshades. That's hey. where the future is. No, I wasn't that far out. Was no, it? not at all. Uh, actually, uh, and of course, as we've already said, we're talking about cars. Now, according to the latest uh, Hubbubaloo, God, did I really write that? Yeah, I guess I did. Uh, Hubbubaloo. Hubbubaloo. Uh, <laughs> Apple is hiring lots of people related to the car industry. Uh, no, You would think that wouldn't be a big deal with CarPlay getting ready to be released, except that the people that they've hired have actually very, very little to do with car audio. And I'm, I've got some names that I, I listed here. Uh, Steve, uh, what is this? Z- Zadesky, uh, former design uh, VP with Ford. David Perner, another former Ford engineer. Johan Jugwerth, former R&D CEO with Mercedes. Robert. <laughs> Why did you say that? Oh, it was, a, it was a really bad German accent. Uh, Robert Gao Go Goff Goff Goff, who's a safety systems designer. David Nelson, formerly with Tesla. Peter Augenberg's another former Tesla person. Uh, John Ireland, senior powertrain test engineer, who was with Tesla. Hugh J, who's a uh, mechanical and uh, design engineer. Also, a lot of people from a company called I've never heard of this company A One Two Three which is a company that designs large-scale batteries, which are just perfect for something like cars. I tell you what, either that or their watch is going to be using an awful lot of power, Guy. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have I like am, a solar am, array know, that, that goes on to the top of your head. And here's your trailer, sir. What? <laughs> what? What do I want a trailer for? Because it's got your battery. <laughs> it's, if you want it to last more than five minutes. That's why it's a self-driving car. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. The car follows you around automatically <laughs> with the battery to power your watch. And that is just perfect for the tinfoil hat crowd. Tinfoil hat crowd. I am with, I am on it. I am on it. Boy, I'm so up to date on this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, honestly, uh, you know, do you think? I mean, do you honestly think that Apple is could possibly get into this business? Oh my word! Doesn't it? It seems like such a stretch to go from from consumer electronics to automobiles. Well, well, okay. Let's let's make that stretch. 
Okay. What is the car? What is the car becoming? A consumer electronic device. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> Throw away the key, judge. <laughs> but you know, in all seriousness, it is actually if you if you think about the way uh, cars are going to be coming electric. And everybody, you know, let's 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 move forward a hundred years uh, when all the oils run out, or let's move forward to a point where fossil fuels have run out. We're going to either use wind, or we're going to be using solar uh, power, you know, or a combination of both. And everybody's going to be, you know, riding on rails using. Um, cars which pull up um, inductive electricity from the roads because all of the tracking tracks have now been changed, and you sit in the car in a self-driving car, basically connecting yourself with all of your Apple devices, your holographic Apple device in front of you, uh, connecting yourself to you know the wider web and your everything else that's going on. So it is becoming a consumer. Device now that's a big jump. I know, I know. Open your mind, guy. Believe. Well, I, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if, if now, and we're ta- that's way, way in the future. But yeah, absolutely. I wonder. I wonder if at that point people would even own cars, or would it just be like a, a public utility or a public well, service? It could well be. Yeah, absolutely. Could well be. Um, but you know, there will be an interim point between where people are selling cars. But you know, if you are in the base design of that particular vehicle then you know you can you can even more easily check. integrate you can yeah you can more easily integrate uh, your products into that design of that product well did you ever check out that that other that like car company i was, I was telling you about a week or so ago the Elio? Yeah, yeah 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 an interesting design um i think that the, the, my biggest problem with the way they have that design, and if, if you're curious about what it is I'm talking about, you can go to elio.com, E-L-I-O.com. Yeah, they have a car that they're supposed to be coming out with uh, next year. It's, it's a three-wheeled car. And it's an interesting design. My problem with the car, though, is it isn't really socially viable because you've got the driver in front and then if there's somebody else in the car with them, they're behind them. And part of if I, if unless I'm driving by myself, part of, of, of what I like about long car trips is having somebody else in the car with me that I'm yeah, talking but you just, to. Yeah. But you just nailed it guy. These, these vehicles are not for long distance driving. You see, if we it, 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 a, a big future step as well that I was just discussing is maybe you don't travel long distances in a car anymore. You have to use uh, trains, or you know, you fly, or there is some other longer distance traveling which is much more econ- economical. And people can't take long journeys because the powering of that journey is too expensive. Well, that could be. That could be. Um, but I think those. I know what you're saying about that car, but it's actually. I think it's you know it's for short journeys around town. I mean, yeah. and if they hit their price point of about seven thousand dollars, 
that's a car that I could see myself going back and forth yeah. to work every day. Although that, well, you know, maybe, maybe it's you know they they keep coming up with these concepts. There's a there's a bike which has got um, I don't know if you've seen it, which is like it covers all, it goes over the top, and it's like uh, it gives some sort of protection. I don't quite know. Yeah, it's how got much an electric protection. motor, and it'll go about yeah. twenty twenty five miles on a charge. I think. And it, it, it's, but they don't seem to have taken off. It, it, they, all these smaller cars do struggle. And, you know, when I look down our road, which is a, a typical terraced road in the UK, so there's not a great deal of space, but right. the cars are just getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, it makes, it makes me angry. I want to spit at this. I don't want to spit at the people, but it just makes me want to spit <laughs> because, you know, why are you buying such a massive car when most of your journey, probably 1995, possibly even more of your journey is going to be, you know, Probably around town. Ta- on small UK roads around town, it's all about status. You know, you know, my is bigger than yours. That's it. And it just, ah, uh, now, for car people, you can still enjoy, you know, different types of car and have, you know, sporting, sporty cars and other types of off-road utility vehicles. But they don't have to be so big. My! Anyway, that's... that's. Right, but well, again, but, but that actually pushes us towards it becoming those people, they deem it not only to be a status symbol, but a commodity product. It's a, you know, a utensil. And that's possibly where Apple's thinking. Well, now Jonathan Ives, who is a car person and has made several very disparaging remarks about like Toyotas and stuff, uh, if he's involved in the process at all. Do you know what? Do you know what? That's that's offensive, Johnny. That really is offensive because, you know, you're in a powerful organization now that making can a lot make of money. a difference. And making a lot of money that can make a difference. Don't go spouting off at other you know, companies, bad designs, this, you know, just well, it's because not that I'll it's tell a you bad what, design. Because, it's just, it's because not, I tell you, well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, no, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, because he doesn't like it when his products and some of the products that, you know, that, uh, that Apple have produced and people laugh and go, you are kidding, aren't you? You're absolutely, ju-. and he won't like that. So I, I don't like it when people have a go at other um, organizations, products, you know, it says it for itself. If if you can produce something better, then do it. And perhaps that's we, what he's decided to do. But we, we've certainly boy, had it go you know, once or twice at uh, at what really is a stupid design for the new IMAX, making yeah. them thinner and thinner and thinner when it makes absolutely no sense to do so. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. That, yeah. And with that, sa- with that statement there, Johnny Jonathan Eyes will never invite Gaz or myself over <laughs> to his house for tea. <laughs> <laughs> for tea for tea i like the guy i like the guy i think he's a humble guy but you know it's, I, I don't think if he did and with you know i'm assuming your yeah. rhetoric is correct yeah, he, well it was in it was in one of the stories that i read re- related to what we're discussing right so your aunt's brother's friend's mate told you <laughs> No, I, if he did, then you know, I, I just think that's bad form. Ne- you know, never have a go at, um, at uh, other people's um, products because I, I just, it just, it's not becoming. Well, guy, it, it makes big. me guy. Listen, yeah. it's not big and it's not clever. Well, <laughs> it, it makes me wonder. Mind you, I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
it makes me wonder with that in mind, um, what would an Apple car look like? And I mean, chances are, even if any of this is true, that it, it's not going to be, it's not going to have an internal combustion engine. It, it's going to be an electric car. And with, with, with that being pretty much, I, I would think a given, uh, do you think that it would be more utilitarian or do you think it would be aimed at certain product segments? Um, well, I, I'm, I'm not really sure. I think it, I think it would be more product segment aimed, which means, you know, I, I, I'm, to the point, actually, I'm going off topic here. Where the hell are they going to fit these in the stores? <laughs> uh, chances are, they and would I'm not. Set up I'm not so. I'm not so worried about what it's going to look like. I want to know what it's going to sound like. Well, because you know, if it has, if it hasn't got that as an option, then you know. Well, uh, Gaz, I have an exclusive to give to you here. I, Go on. I, I have. I snuck over into Apple's design studios. Right. And I saw one of the mock-ups and I got in it yeah. real quick and, and set up a recorder and started it. And this is what it sounded like. Okay. Now. Yeah. So it's a little loud, but I'm sure they're working on it. <laughs> hey, much, you know, much better than the plan. Hey. Let's put it this way. It, it, the, the problem if, is on the outside, there are only so many efficiencies that you can make to a car. If you're producing an electric uh, car, it's got to be uh, efficient on the outside, i.e. Uh, less wind resistant than your old normal square pod that you'd normally get. So, uh, you know, how many curves can you create Um but I'm sure it would look good, and it'd certainly look good inside. But well, I, I, my thinking, my thinking is, I, I think you're right that it's going to be more um, aimed toward uh, a segment, and yeah. I, I don't think that, especially, you know, we're of course we're all assuming that any of this is true. That uh, the first models will be more aimed at around town kind of yes, kind of traveling. Definitely. And I'm going to guess that it's going to be a two-seater only, that this is the car that you go to work in. This is the car that you go to the grocery store in or you, you know, you're running errands around town, that kind of – this isn't the car that you pick up the kids' soccer team in to take to you know whatever place it is that, that they're going to play uh, – sorry, bug football. Brug. Football, yeah, bug brug. And they're going against uh, – Il- Ilsington or <laughs> Ilkeston. Ilkest- Ilke- Damn it. Ilk- Ilkeston versus Bug Bug. Bug Brook. <laughs> Bug Brook. <laughs> you know, all the people in, in Bug Brook right now, they're like, I'm not listening to that anymore. <laughs> Hell with them. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, that that's my guess. And, and because we're talking 2020, uh, when you consider the state of of batteries today versus even two, three years ago, we're probably looking at, um, depending on the car, I, I'm going to guess then in the neighborhood 
of um, well over 200 miles range. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For the car itself. I mean, literally a car that will run (laughs) all day long. Look, Guy, we're really stretching it. You're now telling telling everybody it's miles range. (laughs) We don't even know. No, no, no. Well, well, we don't. But I mean, this this is all speculation. And when you, when you, really? Of course. Of course it is. (laughs) But I mean, you you look at the people that they've recently hired. The some of the names that that we've that we've rambled off here, and uh, Apple has shown over the last easily over the last ten years a lot of interest in uh, not even so much working on cars, but improving battery technology. And it, it makes me wonder whether or not this is something along the lines of, of what they had all along. You know what they were thinking about all along. That it, it's not just batteries for phones, and it's not just batteries for tablets or or you know uh, MP3 player or anything along those lines, but a, a battery that can be adjusted for pretty much anything Apple decides they want to put in it. That it's going to give them, and and we get full circle back to my statement when you go into the Apple store. Here's your watch, sir. Oh, and by the way, your trailer's <laughs> waiting for you outside. <laughs> now you'll have enjoy, to enjoy enjoy your Apple gear. Do you wear that watch on your left arm or your right arm? Because that's the one that's going to be dragged behind you as you go down the street. <laughs> yeah, I mean, none of us really know what Apple is, is going to do, but I know that there has been a lot of speculation. Uh, based on the hires that they've done and the fact that uh, this company, A123, is is so angry at them that they're actually suing them because they've hired too many of their employees away. So we'll have to – I mean we'll we'll wait and see if there's there's anything to it. But frankly, the idea of of Apple disrupting yet another another industry – Honestly, in my opinion, needs to be disrupted. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You know, and Tesla, the thing is with Tesla, which is from what I'm hearing is a great car. They don't seem to have the the marketing skills that a company like Apple does. Well, it's not just that guy. It's the fact that it, it, they don't have the kudos because <laughs> those cars aren't cheap. No, they're not. And, well, neither, and, you, an Apple car probably wouldn't be either. Well, no, but I think they probably have more kudos to be able to be. And, and the expectation is, well, it's an Apple car. It's going to be that price. Um, whereas Tesla, you know, they're coming on board to sell an electric car and they've got to make it look good because that's all they're going to have for them because the other companies are now coming on with, with electric cars, which are going to be a damn sight cheaper. But I think we're a long way. We are still in phase one of electric car design oh, and electric so. cars usage because you know I, i've heard a few people and david um over david cohen Mont- yeah he's got a nissan david cohen's got one but when i hear you know that he gets 15 hires from nissan during the course of a year when he needs to do long distances i just shake my head and i watched the e1 formula racing um a few weeks back and it had me in fits when the guy went into the pits and he had to jump out of one car and into the next car to finish the race because the battery life on those is so short and that's the biggest problem i'm not you know i, I don't 
I don't, I'm not having a go at it because, you know, that's what's going to happen. But boy, have we got a long way to go before they can become useful. Well, this is, this, I mean, we, my, I've, my I've talked about my, this. Go ahead. My journey to work is 24 miles in a morning. Now, that's fine. You say, oh, an electric car can do that. Yeah, that's great as long as there's no, not too much traffic on the road. Right. And as soon as you get a hold up and then you, you have to stop and then perhaps you have to go through a diversion and, you know, you, you, you're kiboshed. You're absolutely kiboshed. So we've got a long way to go yet. And if, and if everybody's got an electric car, that means you've got to have lots of electric points at your point of work. So all of these companies in their massive car parks they've got, are going to have to suddenly fit all the these uh, electric points for these cars to be able to charge. Can you see a lot of companies doing that? Do you know, guy? I can't. Quite and a few of them. It, quite a few of them aren't even compatible with one another. Well, absolutely. So you know, that's a there's a long way to go yet. A long way to go. So we really are in early stages, and perhaps that's what Apple's thinking. We're a long way. Let's get in early. Let's start designing something, and you know, it's just another way for them to say, you know. The, the Apple name starts getting touted about. It's a very good um, – Tesla must be happy actually at the moment because they're, they're getting associated with this. Right. So that means Riding their the name coattails. is going to – yeah, they're going to ride on the coattails of this, definitely. Definitely. Whether they like it or not, I think secretly they're going, actually, in the time being, it's not doing us such a bad thing. <laughs> well, I've always thought that, that the, the, the tipping point for electric cars, and we're going to stop talking about Apple making an electric car because I think we've taken that as far as we possibly can. Um, the tipping point for electric cars will be when the various companies that are making electric cars decide on a battery standard. And I'm not just talking about the battery itself, but but the way that the battery fits into the car, its physical shape and all the rest of that, if they can – come up with a standard for that where you basically you pull into what used to be a gas station some guy comes out hits a lever in your trunk your battery comes out takes it someplace to be charged up they put a new one in its place and you're out in five minutes you know talk about making efficiencies and not raping the world of its uh, of its products and its you know its resources now we're having to have cars where you've got to rape some extremely valuable product extremely valuable mineral to double the amount of battery that you've got for every car that's on the road because all of these garages are going to have to make sure they've got enough stock to be able to cover all these cars we're a long way off guy we are a long way off well that's why it's important for companies like apple and other and others to to put a lot of of their research and development yep. into battery technology absolutely absolutely and do you think we've kind of drugged this one through the dirt enough I think I think we 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 took a slight divert on the way. We indicated left. We indicated right. You found out what it was like doing a gear shift on the right hand side, and uh, and I've driven on the left in the in the states anyway. So I'm perfectly happy. Okay, get us out of here. Do you know, do you, well, should should I admit something? Is yeah. this can I can I do a confession? Sure. I jumped a stop sign in the US. <laughs> did Did you actually hit it, or did you just go through it? <laughs> So well, actually, that could, that could go either way. <laughs> uh, stand by to stand by, because <laughs> Gaz the Lawbreaker will be right back. This 
is Private Eye, Macintosh, and I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube. Yes, it's a fine book. I think you should get it. Quiet, you. It combines technology, Mac trivia, action, murder, suspense. Oh, just tell them where to get it. I'll get to that. Romance, film noir detective fiction. I can't stand it anymore. It's called the Maltese Cube, and it was written by my Mac writer and podcaster Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's the Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? I mean the next one, right? Sure thing, Louis. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook store. adoptive sons of Ugandan headhunters. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast, number 455. Is that right? See, we've been... I think uh, 50, 45. 45. Yeah. 455. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just lost 90 episodes. Way to go, guy. God, it makes me <laughs> nod my head. Oh. oh, nicely done. Yeah, except I wasn't ready. Damn it. <laughs> it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. I am such a numbskull. I love that. that that's brilliant. <laughs> I wasn't ready for my own. <laughs> for, my, for my own <laughs> cue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, okay, so, uh, uh, right. Here's the first tip which I put in. Have you got lots of Macs? Do you have a restriction on your downloads? Then when a large Mac update comes out, use the combo update from Apple. And you can use that to update all of those Macs you have around the house. And that was going to be my tip until I added, and this is uh, actually related to the piece where I spoke to Guy earlier on, um, if you've got an image in email, do you ever want to annotate it? And you suddenly realize that you can't annotate it and you go out of the email, find the image and then annotate it and put it back in. Well, if you're actually <laughs> in email, in sorry, in mail, and you've got the image already in your the body of your email that you're sending out, you'll see in the top right-hand corner of the image it's got a little drop-down arrow, and there's an option in there called Markup. Well, if you click on it, you'll, sh- you'll see that you have all of the power of preview and the annotation options at your fingertips. And this includes being able to, I think, I'm pretty sure, install a picture, a copy of your signature. Oh, I Ooh, see where you're going with that. You one. see what I did with that? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, for Gary Apter. Absolutely. Yeah, it'd be great go. if only I had my signature digitized. Well, it's dead easy because in preview, 
when you go to annotate, there is a signature option. So you write your, so you sign your signature. You've got your camera. If you've got a, a Mac Mini, I'm sure you'll have a, a webcam attached to it. You hold your signature up to the webcam and it will automatically align that signature and install it. And then you can use that to add it to any images. That's three tips for Gaz's tips in one show. Wow. Read it, read it and weep. That's the end. Hit it. That's the end. Hit it. That's the end. Hit it. That's the end. There were three tips. That's the end. Gaz's tips. Is that the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had to do that three times because you had three tips. Tips. Yeah. Okay. My app pick this week is Audio Converter Pro. It's six ninety nine. In the uh, the iTunes, sorry, the uh, the Mac App Store, and I think I need to change the the link here. But anyway, I'll do that later. Uh, this is a great app for converting audio from one format to another. I am in like because the show is all about me. I, I'm in the process right now of of making the Maltese Cube into a screenplay. But in order to do that, I've got like all kinds of little audio cues and sound effects that I need to put in. But most of those are not in GarageBand. So I needed them in GarageBand, but they, in order to be in GarageBand and usable, they have to be CAF files. Well, how do you change a bunch of MP3s and AACs to Apple's CAF fi- file format? He said trying to, to speak and, and not being able to do it well. Well, you get Audio Converter Pro for six ninety nine from the Mac App Store. And it's drag and drop simplicity. I basically highlighted uh, uh, was over 500 files that I needed to do, dropped them in, and I selected the, the the file format that I wanted out, and it just did it. And I didn't have to do anything else, and I, that's what I want from an app: drag and drop simplicity. Cool. Now I'm not sure for my pick whether I've mentioned this before, but uh, if I did, tough. I'm going to mention it again. It's called <laughs> Color Stroke. It's called Color Strokes, and it's from MacFun. Um, I do use a few MacFun yeah, um, products. Yeah, good guys. Uh, they are, and this one is called Color Strokes. Now, basically, what you can do with this is highlight an image. So, if you install an image, you can change the whole image to black and white, and then using the little tool, you can actually highlight an area of the image and make it color so you can bring back the background obviously it's kind of working i suppose with um oh what do they call it when you in masking? Uh, pixel mater in, in, yeah it's kind of masking but when they've got uh pixel mater and um photoshop? Uh, those yeah and photoshop when you've got uh layers that's the word i'm looking oh, for okay. so it's kind of it's kind of doing that sort of work for you but it's doing it very cleverly it's doing it very easily it's 3.99 $3.99 in the mac app store or £2.99 and i use it all the time well not all the time but i've used it on a, a few occasions when it's something easy and simple that i want to do and i'm like oh yeah i don't want to put it into pixel made it's too difficult quick little app and it does a few other things as well so uh, go over to the website um, i'll put the note the link in the show notes and uh, and have a look they've got some uh, before and after pictures and uh, it's cracking i like it i like it a lot and if you if you don't go to check the show notes that's macfun m a c p h u n not u n.com yes right. yeah m a c p h u n 
M-A-C-P-H-U-N dot C-U-M-O-M. God be good. Where are we going? Uh, we don't have oh, a, I don't know. We don't have Hope. a people's... Yeah, we're almost done, folks. I swear to God. Uh, we don't have a... a few four minutes. <laughs> we don't have a people's pick, uh, but we do have an iTunes review, and I have discovered something... Oh, great. ...that great. Is, is quite distressing to me. Oh, is dear. is that um, you, you know that program I use Cometcast to look mm-hmm. for to look for new mm-hmm. reviews? It doesn't mm-hmm. seem to work anymore. Oh no! And I just happened to come across this one. Uh, it was from February tenth from Trucker Tom, and so that was almost two weeks I ago. I like Trucker Tom. He's a nice guy, and he needs to send me an email. But we'll go into that in a second. He basically gives us a five star review and says hilarious Apple. Idolatry fun for the whole family. Ility. Ility. (laughs) (laughs) Trucker Tom, please, please, please send me an email so I can send you something that is just so, so wonderful. Oh, I get excited just thinking about it. Yeah. It is a guy. How would he contact you? Oh, my. OMG. It is LOL so easy. Just send me an email. Wow. Send me an email to guy at mymac.com. You can also contact me on the Twitters at MacParrot. <laughs> and you can also, I've got some email associated with my website, Old Man Lion, but I can't old think of what it is. Old Man Lion. That old man lion. He should tell the truth. He don't know. <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> because he's already written a book. And I'm working on another one. Wait, wait till I get that one done. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah. So, Gaz, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, ever so easy. Gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, Gazmaz. That's G A Z M A Z. You can also contact both of us on the Twitters, Guy and Gaz, G U Y N D Z. Or on the Twitters. Oh no, no, that was that was on Twitters. There is another email form which is on the website. Which I, I'm not sure whether we should mention it here, but it's feedback at mymac.com. We also we we also have a Skype number. No, it doesn't angle, work. It, it, which it doesn't must work. not be it obviously working. D- it obviously doesn't work because nobody ever calls it. But in case in case there's a glitch somewhere and it suddenly starts working, you can actually call this number, which is plus one. Area code, smiley face, 703-436-9501. I'll give you that number again, all in one, plus one, 703-436-9501. Those O's should have been zeros, but I don't care. One, he doesn't care. (laughs) Anyway, I don't even know if that's going to make it out of the audio. Um, Thank you all so very, very much for downloading the MyMac podcast. We are just ecstatic at every single instance where you do so, uh, we don't quite get why, but we do appreciate it. And, you know, Gaz, I think we're good enough, smart enough, and... Uh, wait, hold on. I think we're... Uh, I know it's here. Uh, it's got to be here somewhere. There it is. I think we're good enough, smart enough, and... Gone it. people like us. What is this? <laughs> Rahifa is Tissi Fiara. Yeah. 
Dia Fiara. Rahifa is an Indian apple. <laughs> Fiara. Satria. Mitachandrina. Iray. Isananadro. Avi. Scowling Johnny Ives. <laughs> Very. Sana. Toine. Rehatra. And I'm not going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell everybody what that is. You could win a prize. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give someone a $25 iTunes card. If they can, if they can email me at the addresses that we have already sent <laughs> and tell us what language that is. <laughs> and no, you can only send in one guess. Yes, one guess, and one this competition guess. will be until next week. So right. you've probably got a few days. <laughs> at best. At, at best. best. Okay, so, Guy, I'm going to say one word. What's that? End. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Basically, in Facebook today, I went, um, I'm at Book Book Rugby Club, and um, it's looking good for today's game versus Ilkeston. Right, so basically somebody said to me, Elisa Pacelli said, what's that green stuff on the ground? I haven't seen it for a long time. She sent me <laughs> a picture of a table which has got about three foot of snow on it. Yeah. And then somebody else said something, you know, somebody I know from school. Uh, and then he said, ah, oh, I used to live in Elkeston. Like, great, okay. Then he went back and said, yeah, I must admit, I stopped playing rugby when I moved there. I should have carried on. I went, yeah, you should have taken, you should have, you should or taken up refing because I love it. And he went, yeah, I know I'd be useless at it. And then somebody else would come in. My niece, my niece lives in Ilkeston. Oh God. <laughs> do you know, do you know, do you know what? I don't care. <laughs> the, you've ever heard of the, of the, uh, the six degrees or seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. It, yeah. This yeah. is like the four degrees of Ilkeston. <laughs> Ilkeston. Yeah. Il- yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. Have- Everything hey. is saved. Oh, I didn't do that before we got started on the show. And about and then you've done it twice. Ah, oh, well, about five minutes before we were ending that last segment, I was like, God, my nose is so stuffed up. But I can't just go because it'll just sound so gross. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay if you hear it. To fair. Thanks yeah. for that sort of men. <laughs> Anything can happen in the next half hour. And that's it. That's what happened. That's it. That's what happened. Whisker Pluck. That's that's what I have that named as, Whisker Pluck. Ah, dear. Okay. Okay. Right. You want to start Saucer? Go! Didn't they do great music? 
They did. Didn't, they did. Didn't they do just fantastic Honestly, music? Honestly, the, I mean, the music that they used to do for TV shows in like uh, the 50s, the 60s, and, and about halfway through the 70s, I mean, you could tell that there were like real musicians that were coming in and crafting music what? and really yeah. making it great. And then you got into like the 80s and 90s and it was like, okay, let's make – the theme songs and the intros as short as we possibly can, because that's valuable time we could be using for ads. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Such a shame. And actually, you know what? I, I I was, before we get started, I was reading an article that uh, a a local TV station, I think it was in New York had actually sped up their uh, replays of, I think Seinfeld Seinfeld episodes by 7%. Because that allowed them to put in one more ad in the half hour time span. Jeepers. And it's like, God, why don't you just you know, make it 2X? You know, it just make it 2X, make them all sound like the chipmunks, and put in another 20 ads because that's how you're going to get an audience. Yeah. God, so they're talking about in that theme song, they're talking about smashing him, burning him, killing him, <laughs> destroying him, but it's okay because he always comes back at the end to save the day. Because he's a, yeah, because it was a kid's program. <laughs> you know, they Brilliant. get upset. You know, there was a Fantastic Four cartoon that yeah. came out, I think, in the 80s. This is in the, the US, obviously. And they didn't have, you know, you've got Mr. Fantastic, the stretchy guy. Yeah. You've got uh, Sue Storm, the invisible woman. You've got Ben Grimm, who's the thing. And then you have Johnny Storm, who is the human torch, right? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have, on the Fantastic Four cartoon, they did not have Johnny Storm as the torch because they were afraid that kids would kids set would themselves it. on Some fire. fire. Oh, and it's like, really? Really? Yeah. And then I mean, you're I, playing I, me I a mean, theme God. song for a TV show in the UK. <laughs> They'll burn him and smash him and crash him and smash him. <laughs> yeah, guy, I mean, I've got to admit, I only tried it once, but I never did it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> sticking a fork in an electrical socket. It usually only takes that one time. <laughs> And you realize, you know what? Just not a really good idea. Ah, dear. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bird him, smash him, crash him. (laughs) We'll kill him twice, but still he comes back. Yeah, that's right. That's Captain Scarlet. (laughs) Captain Scarlet. I want to be like Captain Scarlet. Bang. Yes, I I did as well. Anyway. Yeah. Did they shoot him too? Probably. Yeah. Anything can happen in the next half hour. Okay, so they shot him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got shot loads of times. Yeah. Hey, I'm Captain Scarlet. No, no. (laughs) Sorry. I'm fine. (laughs) Spectrum is green. You sons of bitches. I'll kill you all. This just, yeah. All right. Let me, let me, let me read them out to you. Okay. Okay. 
Captain Scarlet. I won't sing it because that'll be awful. He's the one. He's the one who knows the Mysterons game and things they plan. Captain Scarlet to his Martian foes, a dangerous name, a Superman. They crash him and his body may burn. They smash him. <laughs> And they know he'll return to live again. Captain Scarlet, as the angels are flying wing to wing. They're called angels, you see. They come off. Uh, you'd have to see it. It's brilliant. Right, you will be don't don't tell me anything else because i got to okay, see it. Now. As the angels are flying wing to wing into the scene, spectrum is green. Captain Scarlet, though the Mysterons plan to conquer the earth, this undestructible man will show them his worth. Captain <laughs> Scarlet, indestructible. <laughs> Captain Scarlet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm amazed you've never seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Now I have to see it. I have to see it. Yeah. All right. So did you hit the sign or not? Or did you just. When you say, when you say hit the sign, I went through it. You know, it said stop. I didn't. Okay. Okay. So. And the so person you were with a me, naughty, the, naughty bunny. Yeah, the poor, the person with me went. You're not supposed to do that. He said. I said what? He said the sign said stop. I said yes, I know, but nothing was coming. He <laughs> said yes, but it said stop. I said but nothing was coming. He said well, you've got to stop at a stop sign. I went oh okay. I didn't realise that. And then, and then there was a stop. It was red. And he said you can turn right. I went look. What do you want? Do you want me to stop, stop sign or do you want me to go? I mean, come on. Well, you have you to just come it, to a complete stop first. You can't have it both ways, I said. He says, sure I can. I'm an American. <laughs> it was funny. We can have it any way we want. 